My name is Shane Ivan Nash. Stay tuned and hit that like and subscribe button. This is the Transparency Podcast Show. My name is Stephanie Colton. Um, I am a daughter, a mother, uh, a wife. Um, I am not going to tell you how old I am. (laughs) (laughs) And um, up until recently, I was focused entirely on raising my daughter. And and now I'm getting into uh, really trying to give back to the community that's given me a home and given me a life. Okay. Um, So let's dive into your uh, transition story first. So let's say, let's start with um, your your transition journey. How does it start? How does it um, begin and everything? Um, It starts a long time ago. (laughs) Okay. Um, I, I knew what I am. Um, I knew that I was not born the way I should have been born uh, at a very early age. I think I was four or five by the time I knew. And by the time I was in school, everything's separating out into boys and girls. And I knew I just I kept going to the wrong place. Um, but it was not a good time to be that kind of a child. And so I hid and I hid for a long time. I was in the closet for many, many years. And I was, I came out actually because I wanted to get married. It's really the short story, short end of it. Um, I was dating the person who is now my wife. And I knew that I couldn't go into a lifelong commitment with a secret. I couldn't go into it with a lie. Mm. And so I came out to her, and it could not have gone better. Um, my wife has has been through this whole journey. All of our time together, my transition and everything has been my biggest supporter and my biggest support. Um, and it's been ooh, it's been eleven years now. Oh, um, oh wow! I've been exactly. out and mostly proud. Um, you know, we all have our days. Yeah. Uh, we all have those moments when we're like, don't notice me, don't notice me. <laughs> um, but for the most part, 11 years out and proud and uh, never going back. Um, where are you located? Because um, I, you know, I'm in Southern California and you're from another state. Where are you located and how's that um, your hometown treating you as a trans woman? Uh, well, at the moment I'm in, I'm in the Southwest. I'm in, in New Mexico. Um, it is not my hometown. Oh, God. Um, I've, I was back to my hometown recently. I, I made a little, hey. uh, a, a little that? tour with my wife on the shore where I grew up. Um, just back in, oh, every year we do a, we do a pride tour. We hit as many pride uh, celebrations around the country as we can. And, uh, we were in New York and, and New Jersey was right there and that's where I'm from. And, it's a it's a much different place from when I grew up, and I think if I were growing up there now, I would not have been in the closet. Um, I think I would have had the the, the comfort at that point to to um, express myself fully. Uh, but New Mexico is a is a lovely place. Um, New Mexico has accepted us and taken us into the into its own, and and said, "Here, you know, here, have a home with us," um, and. 
It's uh, I would say everyone should come visit New Mexico, but one of the things I like is that there's not a lot of traffic on the roads. <laughs> I see. So um, let's rewind back a little bit to your relationship. So when you're when you came out to your current wife now, how is she react? Like you were already in a relationship, when I came out right? Yes. Um, there was a moment of silence, okay. and then she said, you know, and, you know, paraphrasing, it was 11 years ago, and, um, but she, she said to me, you know, you need to be who you are, and nobody gets to tell you otherwise. Um, <laughs> and then over the next several years, she kept pointing out things that she should have recognized as being not your typical guy. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I should have known that. You I should have known that. I should have known that. Uh-huh. But um she's she's acceptable and everything and all that. What about your own family or let's say before you got into this starting this nonprofit, you do you have an employer you work for? Does it how's the experience on that? Um, well, for the last um, five years, I've been a full-time mom. Um, my daughter is, she's the light of my life. She is the, when I'm, on my worst days, a hug from her is the best medicine. It makes everything feel better. And I just don't care anymore about anything. There could, there could be, you know, elephants parading through the living room. And if she's giving me a hug, I wouldn't notice. Um, she's, mm-hmm. she's just the best thing that's ever happened to me. And uh, before that, I was, um, well, before that, I was casting around a bit because I I needed something and I I tried a little day trading and then I realized I hate working with people who would sell their mothers for a dime. Um, And I tried, uh, I was working as a speechwriter for a while and realized I don't like being very close to politicians. Um. But most of my career was spent in uh, um, in pre-hospital care, uh, emergency medicine, as an EMT oh. and a medic. Okay. So coming out as uh, Stephanie, it didn't really affect you much, or like like other people has more um, dramatic effect. Like they probably got fired, lost their job, or or not able to find a new job or some sort of like that, right? You're, you're kind of... Employment-wise, employment it was very easy um, because mm-hmm. I was working from home at the time and um, I was out and about every day, but um, none of the people I saw in my everyday life were responsible for my paycheck. So okay. um, in, in terms of, of, of my employment, uh, it was, it was I, I really was very lucky. Okay. Um, other ways, not so much, but I don't like to dwell. Okay. And how about your family member? Like, are they supportive of you? Did they probably see the sign to like your wife now? Mostly. Um, my my mom is my best friend. She oh. really is. And um, her, her only issue with me coming out 
mm-hmm. was that she felt a lot of, of recrimination that I didn't feel comfortable talking to her about it when I was a kid. Um, and she understood that when I was younger, um, our home life was not exactly um, nurturing. Um, when my father was in the picture, it was it was not a safe environment. Um, and after I was dealing with all of the pressures of being in the closet and trying to contend with who I was, and trying to contend with um, external pressures that were that that were. Um, at times extreme and got into a lot of destructive, self-destructive behavior and wound up with a a foster family for a little while. Um, And uh, I'm still very much in touch with them. My, my brother, my foster brother is Mm -hmm. just the best. Um, When, when, when I told him, when I came out to him, he said, I knew something was different because I've never seen you this happy. Mm, and I, I cried. Um, and he's still, I, we talk every day. Um, my, my, his mom, my, my foster mom, we talk all the time. Um, my foster dad, um, I, we lost uh, in the early days of COVID, but the, oh. I still have the last text message that he sent to me, which was um, uh, right after I came out. And he said, mm. I don't care. You'll always be my kid, and I will always love you. And every time I see that that text message when I'm scrolling through and clearing out old stuff that I don't need, it it just it makes me cry. Mm. Uh, my sister and I don't talk. We haven't talked in over ten years now since she found out. Um, and I have some other family, some some biological family that uh, are not um, not in my life anymore. Mm. Um, my mom and I've got my father foster family and I've got my wife and my daughter and mm-hmm. you know that's that's all I need what else do I need I need I need our trans family 